0: Champions for Children Reuniting Families Welcome to CLU Reuniting Families for Me and You Welcome to CLU For the safety of children and the parents too Welcome to the CLU Show Reuniting Families Welcome to the CLU Show, Aaron Wemple. How are you?
1: Hi, Joe. I'm great. How are you doing? Uh, better than I deserve.
0: So, uh, you know, I always tell people I, I I don't have any good lines about them, so I steal other people's lines. So I like that one. Maybe we'll come up with a different one here. So you and your Christian friends in central Illinois have started this Clean Law Union and um, or CLU, and now you're starting the CLU Show. What do you got to
1: tell us about it? Yes, yes, yes. So the CLU show is going to highlight stories about parents and their children who have gone through some difficult times, but they found some gold in that in those difficult times. Um, And CLU started off as a as an Ephesians 413 ministry. And Ephesians 413 talks about we're all united, come together under Christ and just Christ is the head and, but this world, you know, it forces or pulls families apart, sometimes more than they can bear. And there's universal gravities at work, whether it's work or military deployment or divorce or just bad relationships that pulls the families apart. So we're trying to reverse those gravities and pull families back to, back together. And that's what the CLU show is going to do. It's going to highlight some great, inspiring stories of parents reuniting with their children or doing monumental things for their children and just... Encourage the listeners that, that there is hope out there.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. So I just, I you, you threw out some scripture at me, so I had to pull it up. It says, Ephesians 4.13, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to mature manhood, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. There yeah. you go. There you go. Um, yeah.
1: And you think of, of stories like out of the Bible, like Daniel being thrown in the lion's den. You know, there was obviously some division there for one person to be able to throw another in this lion's den. But God rescued him from that. And there's all kinds of stories throughout the Bible. David versus Goliath is a story of a divided party. But God brought unity for the Christian people out of that experience. So we're all about those monumental stories in hope back together. And families back together,
0: and America back together. Yeah, well, bringing hope through God's love is all about understanding. Uh, you know, my I, I, when I think of that, I think of the, the two big things. I've got to understand that He's in control, mm-hmm. and uh, of everything that He He's in control. He wants to be in control. He's capable, willing. One and two, that He loves us, right? Right. So, well, tell me, tell me this. Why? So, um. Why the CLU show? Why a podcast?
1: Well, it's simple. Just inspiring news. We feel like we want to show listeners that, that there can be encouragement and empower and, and, and be empowered to do great things themselves in the midst of the things of this world that naturally separate separate our lives and separate our communities. And we want to provide open access to newness and inspiring, and expir- inspiring experiences the families themselves who are under Christ, um, especially when those severance protocols like divorce or deployments are going on, because those are the really strong bonds that pull us together as families and as communities, seeing those trying experiences, but then see God bring them back together and bring unity and hope out of those. Um, I came from a broken family myself, and I always wished that I could do something to fix that situation, but I was just too little. And I couldn't, but I always wanted to do something. I always wanted there to be an inspiring story and some hope out there somewhere, but there just wasn't. But but today there's so we see so many inspiring stories of people who are being vocal about these experiences, and then coming together doing monumental things for each other. That we just wanted to shine a spotlight on those stories. You know, even while their hearts were apart and their lives were being rinsed apart by different protocols. You know, there's. They're holding each other together, you know. For example, I'm an author now, and I never intended to write books. I don't want to write. I really don't even like writing books. But after my own personal experience of a divorce, you know, there was never any open access to my children. There was never any anything I could do to see my children except go to court or or do something silly. Right. So I wrote him a book, wrote my children a book, and I haven't seen him in thirty year three years, but now someday there's hope that he might get to know dad, you
0: know. Wow.
1: And we want there to be a voice
0: for children like that. Yeah. Yeah. So your documentation for your own children has led you to creating um, clean law union. Is that right? Yes, yes. And then the success
1: of Clean Law Union is what's brought about our own personal inspiring stories, and that's that's what we're starting to see more and more of. Right, right. Because a lot of, I'm not unique. Yeah, a lot of people go through this.
0: Sure, everybody's going through it. It's mm-hmm. it's way too prevalent in our society. But and, and and the but the lack, like you said, the lack of inspiring stories is also uh, earth shaking. You know, the yeah. lack of I th- do you think it's pe- do you think we don't hear about it because people want to deny how much divorce there is or do they want to deny how devastating it is to kids or do they want to just escape what do
1: you think uh for me personally it was kind of just you just thought just would show you the way. You just assume that society as a whole would show you how to get through that situation. But it's not. We're not really geared for that. Even if you go to your leaders in church, a lot of people don't speak out there because they feel bad because they went through a divorce, and they don't feel like there's there's help for them at church. Mm. I think there's a lot of factors, and then of course there's a lot of money tied to the industry of divorce. You know, there's there's a lot of people making money with these separations and there's nobody making money to bring families together or hold them together. Like blue, you know, there's no money in that. It's like backwards, just like the says.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever the world's showing us, we know, uh, look the opposite way and there will be. Right. Um, so in this inspiring newscast, as you see it, uh, to the support and encouragement network, I can imagine you—you uh, you flip a lot of parents and their children from starving for connections, right? They're—they're uh, they're, they're starving for connections and clarity, uh, to be able to see connections and make clarity. How's that? How's
1: that work? Yeah, and I think it, it goes along with what you—you said. You know, in our personal group, we see a lot of people who not only feel hopeless, but then once. They get involved and try to do something productive in the system whatever. They're shown they're hopeless. They're shown that there's no hope there. And those systems end up taking advantage of those situations. And people oftentimes know better than to even try. And I think it goes back to your question of why don't people voice out more or do more? Because they're starting to know better than to even try. You know, parents can go decades without without helping their children have clarity, both psychologically and financially, because there's so much in the middle of it. Right. Systems on top of systems get paid to keep child support kind of snowy and escalating. You know, and it's the same way for our children's psychologies, we see parental alienations and psychological abuse um, starting to raise awareness in society. But even that, you know, it seems cute, though. You, you kind of know better than even raise your hand and ask questions about that because nothing really good can come out of it. So now we have to put, our, put on our gloves, buckle down, forget about those systems and their ways pulling as part, and start welding ourselves back together, you know, and this comes organically. And that's the CLU show, you know. You'll hear stories like spot welding nuclear families back together, inspiring things that people are doing to keep themselves together that everyone else can feel and see kind of a roadmap for the next generation and for policymakers to see for example um my good friend aaron he has a he has a farm out in the country and he's slowly going bankruptcy because the child support is all janky and but he bought his daughter a cow it's a show cow or a miniature cow so now they raise that cow together and that's led to other livestock and her farm is slowly growing even in the midst of this this divisive protocol going on on all around him, you know, there's some good in that, you know, his daughter is just enjoying that time they're having out in the country and there's peace in the midst of those looming
0: protocols. Right. Right. So when you have, um, when, when you're helping people, you know, I, I always think like, when we're talking about, uh, Christians and divorce, and you're saying that the you know the church doesn't do enough to help. I think I think that uh, there's a lot of help before you get a divorce to try and keep you from getting divorced. But I think what, I think what I hear you saying is if you do end up getting divorced, there's not a lot of help. Is that the area that you're talking about?
1: Um. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even whenever they feel like church. Has let him down. We still try to help families stay together too. The last thing in the world any of us wants is divorce. Right. Right. Absolutely. But yeah, that's right. not always possible. Right. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of cases that abuse goes on, verbal abuse, psychological abuse. People need to be divorced. I don't. I'm not laughing at that, but I mean, it's like you say. Yeah. There's well, if it cases, wasn't
0: such a diff- if it wasn't such if it wasn't such a problem jesus wouldn't even have talked about it and he gives two reasons for divorce right right you know so it's not certainly not the unforgivable sin yes and and we we want to uh, well i'm imagining you 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 want to help people that are dealing with it because they have to deal with it or or if they fell into it right
1: yes sometimes we're pushed
0: (laughs) against their will or sometimes yes. they just regret it. Maybe there was maybe they didn't want to, but you know, it's it's too late. Yes, absolutely. Oh, there's a hundred different stories, right? Yes. And and so but regardless of how they got there, your stories on the CLU show are going to talk about go ahead, tell me, redemption hope uh, or what? The,
1: the good things that could happen in those storms, you know. Granted, the divorce stuff should be handled in church and a little more peacefully. I think once since it's out of the church, that's where all the hostility comes from. But there's still good in it, even in those outside of church divorces. You know, there's still a lot of good that could come out of it. Um, We've seen parents spend years and years and years fighting with each other. And then it's like at, at the end, they'll hug each other. It's like they went through a war together and and that makes children feel good and if children can keep themselves for their families can keep themselves connected through those times those are inspiring stories it like it like thickens their skin and and does some amazing things within people right well
0: you know there is uh there is lots of good that comes out of suffering right and and yeah, uh, yeah. you know i've heard i've heard i've heard many pastors say that suffering is a blessing and i i could Quote you a whole bunch of verses that say the same thing. So, if uh, divorce definitely is choosing a path of suffering, and you know, but 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 God can use that, right? So, those are the stories that we're going to hear on uh, the CLU podcast show, right? Or are we calling it CLU show, right? Yes, yeah, so it's going to be the CLU, show. Yeah. the CLU show, the CLU show, and so show. because it yeah. might not just be a podcast, might have a little video. YouTube channel you, you don't know right you yes. just don't know where it's gonna come up so Absolutely. but I, I know there's uh, I know there's I know there's a lot of good stories because I know you guys have been hard at work for a long time how long have you been doing the the uh, clean law union
1: formerly since uh, July of 2014 Wow but,
0: that's seven years
1: yes yes sir
0: wow but you were gonna say and I cut you off
1: but I kind of was filling it out since 2011. I really didn't know which, which would be the best way to address these issues. We, we originally wanted to go through a church or under the umbrella of a church, but that really didn't work out like we wanted it to. So we just started our own uh, small group, and then it went from there. And now it's a pretty good size organization. Okay. Okay. Wow. How big? What's, what what? are we talking about? Uh, we're in Central Illinois, in St. Louis now. Um We don't keep track of exact numbers because God kind of warned (laughs) the Israelites, I think it was in King David's day that he wasn't supposed to um, keep count of how many people were in the kingdom. So we don't keep exact numbers. But if I had to guess, you know, there's well, I mean there's thousands of people that know about it and know what we're all about and can refer people to us, but there's hundreds of people who who are active with this weekly
0: many more many more that need help but uh that's yes. how we're going to get the word out to uh use the CLU uh podcast our yeah. show CL shit CLU show <laughs> yeah. listen so um now as the CLU show uh you can you can share those with the CLU show you can share those uh, experiences uh what's what's really what's the goal in share inside sharing the experiences what uh what are you What are you looking for? Well, there was a lot of talk about, about that.
1: What do we want the you show to be? And the main thing that resonates with everyone is we're going to give children a voice. That's that's the main thing, and we're going to add value to those family bonds, especially in the midst of those life wrecking protocols that are pulling families apart unnaturally. You okay. Know, the show will be a light uh, that even children like me, when I was a child, can hear and kind uh. of give them hope. You know, we want to ripple out out into the airway, airwaves and help children and their parents either stay in the game of their family lives or else get back in the game of their family lives, you know, because that's where their first loves are. Their first love is mom and dad. So we want to give that a voice.
0: So uh so so how will children be involved?
1: Well, Ellie and Evan, for one, they're going to be a voice at the beginning and the end of the show. And who's Ellie and um, Evan? Ellie and Evan. Um, that's the exciting next guest. The children of the exciting next guest we're going to have. Dennis Durham wrote a book. He went through a five-year-long battle through the divorce courts against false accusations and order protections, thrown out of his house and all that. But during the midst of that, he wrote a, a book for his daughter, Ellie, and the title of the book was Thea, because her whole name was Elizabeth. So, um in, in their episode next week, of course, you'll hear their voices at the beginning of the, end of, the show, end of the show, but you'll also hear from Dennis who wrote the book, and he's going to tell us what that's meant to his daughter and what that meant has meant to their family and, and where they stand now versus where they would have stood without the intervention of CLU and writing his daughter, Ellie, a book. So it's going to give Ellie a voice, and then Evan is his son and he's, he's all into this digital media. So he's going to be there somewhere (laughs) having a voice, you know, and it's not on us to say exactly where their children, these children's voice is going to come in. That's up to the parents and, you know, and that's part of their bond. You know, if, if, if Dennis wants to have his kids here during the uh, interview, then that's up to him and that'll help his bond grow. If he sees something more productive, Um, with them being behind the scenes or hearing it later, you know, that's up to Dennis, but either way, that's going to help his family grow. And that's going to give his children a voice through him, of course.
0: Well, I, am excited. I think it's going to be a a great show and, uh, I'm I'm excited to see who the guests are. You've, you've named one guest so far. Do you want to name more now or do you want to, you know, hold off and, uh, keep us, uh, keep us waiting? Well, uh, that's gonna
1: actually going to be up to the kids too. We have the ch- the children kind of vetting the applicants who are planning to be on the show. So that's going to be part of their voice. I don't even know who the guest is after Dennis. Um, we're going to have to wait and see what the children decide. Okay. It's going to be great. I guarantee
0: you. It be great. Yeah. So, so you got the kids working. Do they have their own cell phones or, you know, <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you get on, how do you get to be on this show? Uh, <laughs> oh, all no. of the kids or do they have their own <laughs> Facebook pages or they don't yeah. do Facebook? Kids don't do Facebook. How old are the kids no. that we're talking about? Um, Elaine and her
1: dad, Aaron, are doing the vetting, initial vetting process. Elaine is seven. Her dad is 49, so she's a seven-year-old. But you can go through our website, cleanallunion.com, and apply there. Once people submit their application, we print those out, and she goes through them and kind of gauges who would be a great guest and who wouldn't because she's, she's really in tune like that. She can pick us out a really good guest.
0: So so have most of these people gone through the Clean Law Union process? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, great. Great. Do you want to talk a little more about
1: that, or do you want to? Well, it's, it's like Elena. She wouldn't even be in her dad's life. She wouldn't be in our group's life if it wasn't for Clean Law Union. You know, she would have just been pulled away by the forces of our society. You know, that just tend to separate children from one parent or the other, the custodial parent. From sure. non custodial parent, and that's just kind of the path they go down. And if you go to court about the, that, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. The judges are always going to send them down that one path. So without CLU, she wouldn't have been in her father's life, and she wouldn't have been in our lives, and she wouldn't she wouldn't have a voice on the CLU show. Yeah. So it's, it's a great thing. It's, so it really yeah, I'm really going to be
0: excited to learn about you know to get that perspective and mm-hmm. to see exactly what clu does in action there because uh you know anything we can do to uh use evil for good i think that's a god honoring process that uh we definitely want to do amen, amen amen well that's it i think that's it for this show i mean uh it's our our first podcast our our first show aaron anything you want to tell the listeners before we cut it off no, just get ready
1: for some inspiring stories, and I can't wait. It's going to be a really good ride.
0: That's great. So you're gonna want to you're gonna want to favorite us, and uh, uh, make sure you listen to this podcast every week. Thanks for uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.